friends, and welcome back to another episode of So Jaded. I'm your host, Jade Rodriguez, and today is a really, really special episode for me. It is my episode of the segment called I Finally Saw Myself. So I had an episode a a little bit ago that was about the marvelous Mrs. Maisel and I kind of introduced this segment for the first time as kind of you know feeling like you finally saw yourself on TV for the first time so today is going to be all about the reboot of the show one day at a time and for anyone who doesn't know the drama I guess with this show um, it actually had its first three seasons on Netflix and they for some reason thought it was okay to cancel such a phenomenal show and pop TV actually picked it up because a lot of the fans including myself were so upset by this and uh, pop TV picked it up so I was actually able to watch you know the latest season with my mom season four as it premiered on pop TV weekly And I am basically just going to talk about my connection to the show and how it was the first time that I really felt that I finally saw myself on television. So I'm really excited about it. So let's just get started and get into it. I want to be 100% candid. I filmed this audio already, this episode, a couple hours ago, and I've been thinking about it a lot, and I can't help but feel like it just came across really ranty, my thoughts all over the place, and at the end of the day, this is even though I have strong opinions and I have strong feelings about certain things, at the end of the day, this podcast is supposed to be about dynamic women and these television shows that are just getting it right. You know what I mean? So I want to quickly talk a little bit more about one day at a time, and then I will kind of insert my audio that I filmed earlier because I'm still proud of that, but It just didn't really get across exactly what I wanted it to. So I want to start off by saying how amazing One Day at a Time is. This show just it it is a reboot. So it's a reboot of an older show and they just get it right. Like it reboots in general like they just got it so right. It is so much more relatable to America right now. So the main family, they are from Cuba. The grandmother, played by Rita Rita Moreno, talks about how she came to America from Cuba as a young girl. And so, you know, her the mom of the show, Penelope, is, um, you know, kind of a second generation American in that sense. And then her kids, uh, which are Alex and Elena, um, are also played by like really awesome, like up and coming uh, Latinx actors. The whole cast is just phenomenal. Um, And you can see like how much they grow up throughout the entire four seasons. These characters, each of these characters, even Alex, they are all so dynamic. And 
they all grow so much just within four seasons. Um, later on in the episode, I talk about how I rewatched some episodes last night and I forgot how much they grow between season one all the way to season four that's now on TV. And so that is these writers getting it right. Because as we've said in previous episodes, you know, for a character to really be dynamic, they need to change. I know I talk about Elena a lot in the rest of the episode, but I also just want to quickly shout out Penelope and Lydia again, because those are two characters that are just constantly learning, constantly evolving. And it's crazy because they managed to represent three different generations. They are a really great representation of that overall, which is why me and my family love watching it is because you just relate to it so well. But yeah, I will go ahead and insert the earlier audio that I recorded don't feel like you have to stick around for all of it. Um, I'm aware of how ranty it sounds at parts. And you know what? Fuck that. I'm tired of apologizing. All right. I'm going to go ahead and insert it. <laughs> so I guess I should just say that the character that I feel most related to um, is Elena. So Elena, played by the beautiful Isabella Gomez. When I started watching it on my own, it was really weird to determine in my mind that, holy shit, like, she's me. Like, she is literally everything I think about myself. Um, one day at a time for anyone who doesn't know, it's a family show, honestly. It's like your classic, like, sitcom, like, filmed in front of an audience, Um show but they're a Cuban family and so they talk about their experiences you know being in America first of all the grandmother uh, Lydia played by the wonderful Rita Moreno um, talks about her experiences coming to America as a young girl and every single episode deals with like a different like dramatic storyline so like heavy they talk about heavy subjects but in a way that is digestible and easy for families to come together and watch together if you are one of my white friends or you are just like a white person watching this like i hope you understand and you are grateful every single day for the characters that you have in television and in film like it is crazy like y'all are represented in every single facet of your life and it took me until this Netflix show while I was in college to finally have someone who I felt represented me and there are people who can go their entire lives without feeling that sort of representation. And she doesn't even, Elena doesn't even represent me like in every single way. It's like the bare minimum of like 
the way that she is that I feel seen. So like she is Cuban, I'm Dominican, she's a white passing Latinx individual. Like those are the things that I, even her like questioning her identity, even just those aspects of like, like she's, Elena is always the one in the family who is like, climate change and like all of these like political she doesn't want to have a quinceanera because she um (laughs) she's like this is a patriarchal tool to like and i (laughs) as the you know feminist killjoy of my family um (laughs) i elena helped me take pride in that Although my family may not be as cool and as understanding as Elena's fictional family, um, like I have so much pride in her and she makes me not want to shut up. The reason why I wanted to talk about this and why I wanted to talk about Elena and how I finally saw myself in television, I guess starting with the basics, Um, they do an entire episode about being white passing and it's crazy because Elena is the lightest one in the family, which ding, ding, ding. I take the gold for that in my family as well. Um, I, when I moved to Pennsylvania, when I was younger, I was like immediately marked as like the white one of the family. I have white friends. I speak a little bit more, um, you know, I guess like what problematic people would say a white person sounds like, which is really fucked up because white people aren't the only educated ones on this planet. But whatever. I dealt with a lot of really shitty things being told to me growing up. Um, But I've spent a lot of time trying to prove myself to my family and the people around me. Basically, they did like a whole episode about that and how Elena, you know, being a light skinned Latinx woman, you still are a part of this privilege you have light skin privilege no matter what yeah I remember I resonated really hard with that episode because I was like fuck I was like it's true and like in in the show Elena's brother is darker than her and my brother Angel is like so much darker than me like and um same thing with my sisters and so like it was crazy how much I related to that moving on to kind of like how what I've been going through, I guess, this past like year or so of my life. Um, I've been trying to become a little bit more comfortable with my sexuality and with how I identify. It's such a like crazy word, but how I identify. Um, I right now am a bit more comfortable calling myself queer I was really tired. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still feel like a fake. Like I talk to my friends about this all the time where I'm like, like, what if I end up not being with a girl? Like, does that mean that it was a lie my entire life and that like I am a fake? And they're just like, no, fuck that. Like you can identify however the fuck you want. Like just even if you were to end up in a relationship with a guy, like that doesn't mean that 
you still can't identify as queer. And I, let me tell you, got so tired of feeling like a fake. I've had dating apps set to like men and women or even just women for like a really good amount of time. And as I look back at my life, I've been starting to come to terms with like a lot of crushes that I definitely didn't know were crushes at the time. Like I, (laughs) so ridiculous, but like I used to be like really obsessed with my kindergarten teachers. Like I think about it now and like I blush. Like those, I had two like beautiful kindergarten teachers. Let me tell you, they were gorgeous. I remember I just like felt so loved by these pretty women. You get what I'm saying though? Like there are certain moments in your life where you look and I look, oh, it's so crazy. Like I look back at myself in middle school and like, dude, how could I not know? Like there were people in my life who like, I would just be so obsessed with them. And I just be like, oh, like I'm just obsessed with them. Cause like everyone else is obsessed with them. But like, no, like I definitely had crushes on girls that I just didn't realize were crushes at the time. Cause I spent my entire life being surrounded by straight things. And I just thought that I was straight. Like that is the fact of the matter. When I talk to the friends that I met in high school and when I talk to the friends that I met in college, you know, you're a little bit older when you go into high school. You're much older when you go into college. And when I talk to those friends, like they literally tell me they're like, no, like when I met you, like I thought you were queer. Like I just got those vibes from you. Like you were very open to anyone. Like you had a very like open spirit. Like I just assumed my entire life that I was straight. Like I don't it just takes people a little bit longer to get there. In the past year or so, I have come to terms with it a bit more. And Elena really, 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 really helped me understand that and feel seen a bit more because she is so unafraid to be herself. And I want to be that way. I want to be loud and proud because of the fact that there are were so many years of my life that I wasn't able to be. And that is honestly the most amazing thing about television is that, that that's all it takes is just like, it just takes representation. That's all it takes is representation. And you can literally like change someone's life. When the show got canceled by Netflix, I was so devastated. I was really upset. I was posting about it. I was one of those fans that, you know, was trying really, really hard to get it picked up by another network. It just, it felt like a huge stab in the back. I highly doubt the people who I spoke to like during that time in my life like are are listening to this but I had some white friends who like really at the time like defended it and they were like well if Netflix isn't making money off of it then like they're not gonna keep it and I'm like 
oh, okay, so the same network that spent like millions of dollars to get friends back on the network, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, we will spend millions of dollars to keep friends, which I'm sorry is the, up. like, you can be the biggest fan of friends but it is the epitome of white privilege we will spend millions of dollars to keep that on netflix but the one representation that you have of a spanish family gets canceled like all right that shit is not a fucking coincidence fucking come at me i don't care about the fucking money they're netflix they can have they just didn't want to keep it they don't care about us like white supremacy is the water that we swim in in this world and so it works for them and i like can't even say how freaking happy i was when pop tv finally announced that they were picking it back up because this is a show that deserves to exist and i'm so proud of this community that fought for it and i also know that it is all about money because they you know lost Shit's Creek and well Shit's Creek ended recently and so I think they were also hoping to like pick up another show that was gonna bring them viewers and like one day at a time like definitely does that for them and like kudos to them for realizing the opportunity that they had like people really forget you know how important these viewers are and how important this community is and like give me characters that I want to see moving on So I was devastated when it was canceled. I've already talked a little bit about, um, you know, Elena uh, coming out, but I want to talk about it a little bit more. So last night I uh, rewatched it in order to kind of remind myself of the feelings that I had. Like Elena coming out, yes, it's like very sweet. Her mom is like, Mm, I love you. I accept you. It's okay. One of the things that really stuck out to me when I was watching it is, um, I mean, obviously it's not like the most realistic coming out that you're going to see, but it's crazy because I related to it so much. I recently sat down and had a conversation with my mom. I basically just said, hey, I'm not straight. But Elena very specifically says, like, I don't think I'm ever going to marry a man. I picture myself marrying a woman. And her mom is like, she starts to ask questions and then she stops herself and she goes, no, no, no. Like, you you tell me what you want to tell me. And let me just say thank you to those writers People don't under if you are straight and I mean, let's be honest, no one is 100 percent straight. Okay, sexuality is fluid and it's all on a spectrum. But for anyone who believes that they are 100 percent straight, it's so fucking hard telling someone that you are not straight when you do not have any of the answers. I have no answers for anyone i am going through this you know i guess i'll send you a postcard when i have the answers like i don't know what to tell you just thank you to those writers because her mother giving her that space just be like no like you tell me what you want to tell me and like it's okay like i'll figure the rest out on my own like is the epitome of giving someone respect and space because this is a very big deal and like I'm proud of you for speaking up and telling me like that was amazing. Also, 
something that I didn't necessarily relate to, but I thought it was fucking hilarious. After they have the conversation, Elena's like, oh God, like it feels like a weight. It's like lifted off my shoulders. And I was like, fuck, I wish I felt that way. Um, after I spoke to my mom, let me just say I was in bed the rest of the day depressed. Like it did not feel like a weight lifted off my shoulders because it kind of just felt like more pressure. And this isn't related to, you know, my mom loves me. She's amazing. Love you, mom. And she let me know that. So the one thing that I really want to talk about is the episode that comes after Elena comes out. So after Elena comes out to her mom, the whole entire next episode is about her mom feeling weird about it. And that is the word that they use. They say, she says, she's like, I just feel weird about it. She's like, I just feel weird. She's like, I don't know why I feel weird, but I feel weird. And the reason why I appreciate that episode is because Elena is barely in it. It is about her mom doing the research and feeling uncomfortable and talking to people and figuring out her own feelings. She doesn't need Elena to define anything for her or answer any of her questions. And let me tell you. That's really important. That's a really important part of it. Something like this is really hard, especially for me, since I literally thought I was straight for like 18 years of my life. College really changes you, let me say. And since I didn't discover these things about myself until later in life, like it's really important that you don't come to me trying to find out all the answers. That's on you, not on me. And they really, really, really did a great job. The entire episode is Penelope, the mom, trying to figure all of this out by herself. And at the end of the episode, she goes to Elena and she's like, I'm so glad we can talk about this. Like, this is awesome, you know, because she's finally come to peace with it on her own. And therefore, like their relationship can still be intact um, because she didn't put that pressure on Elena to like de- define anything for for her. This is a really important episode because I'm not just talking about Elena. Like I'm talking about all of the female characters on that show. They are all so dynamic. Penelope, the mother, she is a single mom raising her two kids. Lydia is, you know, the grandmother who's living with them. She goes through so many changes and so many like self-defining things. And her character explores more of like the religious side of being like a Cuban woman, you know, the way that she like tackles that and like tackles the hard conversations coming from that point of view. Penelope like is just trying to be her own person now that her kids are older, which is like so beautiful to see. And then, of course, Elena goes through this entire change with her sexuality and then she finds a partner and her and the family all have to go through, you know, learning that like Sid, which is Elena's partner's name, Sid uses they them pronouns and like, are it's so cute. They just all are so determined in making their own lives work for them. And at the end of the day, they come together accepting each other because they are a family and that's what you're supposed to do. I think One Day at a Time just does a phenomenal job of showing 
a Hispanic family in America. They are very Americanized, like, and that's another reason why I related to them so much is because my parents are only second generation, like second generation Americans. And so like I'm third generation and like by the time it gets to this point, like you're just American and like, I mean, I'm very proud to say I'm Dominican, but like I am definitely not as Dominican as they come, whatever the fuck that means. I'm tired of feeling bad about it, like, let me just say, but that's another reason why I connect to Elena so much is because she, like, doesn't really speak Spanish that well, Um, which I'm like, thank you for the representation because she can still be a proud Cuban woman and not speak Spanish, so thank you, and One Day at a Time does it in a phenomenal way that it's meant for families and it's meant for younger audiences because it makes it really digestible for a family to watch together, and let me tell you, in a Spanish household, like, that is what you need. Like, you need everyone in front of the TV learning this shit because, There's a lot of things that just need to be unlearned in this community. And like, I genuinely think like TV shows like this are one step to doing that. In summary, I see myself in so many different areas of one day at a time being light skinned, you know, not really speaking Spanish, um, having to come to terms with my identity all of these subjects, you know, being a part of just like a Spanish family in general, they really just make me feel so seen. I realize that this is the first, I guess this this kind of goes off of what I was saying earlier, but I realize this is the first episode that I've had on here that, you know, isn't surrounding white protagonists. And The truth of the matter is that like I have a really hard time relating to a lot of TV and this is a show that does it for me in the right way and it feels amazing. I mean, it's sad that it took so many years of my life to finally find it. I wish I had grown up with a show like this, but also at the same time, like I'm just happy that it exists. I want to say thank you to my friends and my family who have been supportive. My cousins, Kayla and Alicia, like seriously shout out to them because I just feel no shame talking to them. My friends, like you know who you are. I love y'all so fucking much. My friends were the first people who I felt comfortable being myself around. And finally, thank you to One Day at a Time. This show is so important to me and it is the reason why I am able to have this conversation because of the fact that this show even exists is the reason why I am able to express my feelings and express my my emotions in this way. And Elena is genuinely my spirit animal. Um, (laughs) She's doing it for all the light-skinned, not good enough Spanish people out there. And I love her so much because of that. Uh, If you actually listen to this entire thing, 
Thanks. Don't know how you did it. Um, I hope you all have a good rest of your day. Okay. Bye. I'll be singing.